The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, the shekel is devaluing philanthropists in the diaspora. Caution on the judicial reforms. And our government passes the first of five readings on judicial reform bills. Joining us now, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Boy, is it really happening in that part of the world, Rolene? Good afternoon. Welcome. <laughs> Always great to have it you. It really <laughs> is happening. Thank you. Good to be here. Just a short while ago, the Jewish federations of North America sent a letter to both Prime Minister Netanyahu and opposition leader Yair Lapid urging them to clarify that the Knesset majority will not be allowed to overrule the decisions of the Supreme Court. This is very, very serious. Uh, earlier today we had 456 veterans of the Shabak, that is the Shin Bet, right to former head of the, the Shin Bet, Abi Dichter. He is now a Minister of Agriculture. But I'm going to read to you a little bit from the Jewish federations of North America who say the essence of democracy is both majority rule and protection of minority rights. We recognize that any system of checks and balances will be different than those in our own countries, but such a dramatic change to the Israeli system of governance will have far-reaching consequences in North America, both within the Jewish community and in the broader society. President Herzog has the respect and admiration of Jews around the world, as do both of you. Whatever the final resolution of these issues, this process will ensure that the views of all stakeholders are fully considered. Now, this is the big issue that's at stake here, is uh, President Herzog calling for uh, um, a, a, a pause in the plans to push this through, uh, wanting to reach broad-based consensus. I'm going to read to you from the letter from the Shabak, originally published in Hebrew and um, translated. It says here, uh, we are a group of hundreds of Shin Bet veterans, the gatekeepers, who by your side and under your command worked night and day to maintain the security and national strength of the State of Israel in the spirit of the values of the Declaration of Independence. We, the people of the shadows, who were shaped in the light of the values of statehood, modesty and restraint of power, find it difficult to remain in the shadows and stand aside in the face of the events that are shaking Israeli society these days. We consider the values of the Declaration of Independence, which define Israel as a Jewish and democratic state, cornerstones that stand beyond any political consideration. Together with you, we sanctify the values of the democratic regime and its institutions, the supremacy of the rule of law, independence of the judicial system, the separation of powers and the recognition of the importance of the legal advisory system for the government ministries, a system that helps the public system implement its policies lawfully. Both you and we know very well that the service's counterproductive activity has never been hindered due to a legal advisor or the High Court, but only a positive one. There's more in the... Um in the letter, uh, but uh, they uh, they sign it, the veterans of the General Security Service for generations. <laughs> wow, this has really, really stirred up emotions. Uh, we, we're going to be hearing about this, I reckon, uh, uh, Rolene, for days and days and weeks to come. Just going back to the the five, the first of the five readings on judicial reform. So, what was the what was the first? Just if you can go go through that uh, briefly with us. What exactly was so, concluded? 
So what um, has been voted uh, in a vote of 63 to 47 mm -hmm. is the first reading giving the coalition the powers to, to uh, choose the judges. Now, judges is an issue that many people accept reforms on, that uh, it's not diverse enough, that it should be uh, more inclusive, more um, uh, diverse across uh, not just the left but the right as well. This is something sure. that the president alluded to in his address to the nation last week. And he said, you know, we are concerned that there's not enough of a Sephardi representation, which I think uh, most Israelis can agree on, and which is why we want the opposition included in the... Um, uh, in the discussions as well. Uh, a poll has been conducted. The majority of Israelis do not support the overhauls in its current form. Uh, one in four Israelis are only supportive of it. The majority of the country want to see um, broad-based consensus. We're not saying there shouldn't be reforms, but are saying it stall this so that there can be broad-based consensus, not just a small uh, fraction of the government. And again, it's not about election results because we've heard mm -hmm. from members of the Likud party in the last couple of day days also coming out speaking against the, the reforms. So this is that. The big issue that the Jewish federations of North America are alluding to are the um, is the over the override clause, which is one of the big 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 issue that um, everybody seems to have, and that is giving the majority of 61 the power to overrule any rulings of the uh, Supreme Court, mm -hmm. and, and one has to ask. How does this bode? If you want to change the uh, the judges, if you want to make the judges more diverse, that should be enough. But then implementing a further layer to overrule any rulings that the government doesn't like. This is the coalition government uh, uh, that you don't like. This okay. is not good for democracy. <laughs> oh, dear, Roland. It's a whole, like, uh, juggling act at the moment, you, you could say. But, Roland, we are pressed for time. Uh, two things I just wanted to run by you also. The United Nations Security Council condemning Israeli settlements and Israel's UN envoy talking about victims of terror. Take us through that. Okay, so yesterday we discussed that the uh, a resolution was likely to be dropped by the UN Security Council mm -hmm. on settlements that the United States had um, intervened and said that they don't think that it's productive or in the best interest of uh, peace to to use a resolution to use the United Nations as a, a method of excoriating Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just as a point of interest, the UN also weighed in on the judicial overhaul today. The Human Rights Invoice said that it is a grave concern. Mm -hmm. um, but... What has happened is a joint statement of members of the Security Council uh, talking about the settlements, calling uh, for condemnation and a stop on the recent settlement activity. Now, we spoke about that last week. This is the legalizing of non-illegal outposts and also the building of 10,000 new structures. Now, I just want to stress that these 10,000 
uh, new structures are not necessarily new structures. It could be on existing structures, which is why the, this issue of settlements is seen as uh, inflammatory to Israelis because it doesn't necessarily mean that anybody's talking about building new new homes. This could just mean um, maybe somebody's building a pergola or, or, or something and uh, uh, there is an objection to that. So I want to be very, okay. very clear about that. But our ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, use his opportunity to address the council in saying that, you know, building on existing structures elicits a, a huge outcry, but uh, the death or the murder of Israeli children, and he held up a picture of Yaakov and Asher Paley, two brothers who had been murdered in a terrorist attack just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the result is deathly silence. Indeed, Rolene. We've just got one minute left. We are pressed for time at the moment. Israel warning the United Kingdom of threats regarding anti-Tehran journalists. What's going on here? Well, you know, Israel's got uh, outstanding um, intelligence, and this was intelligence that our services picked up, that there were credible threats, lethal threats to uh, journalists working for uh, a radio station called Iran International. This is an anti-Tehran uh, uh, radio station that works against the regime and uh, no sooner had they received the threats, they shut the radio station down, told their journalists not to come to work because of uh, imminent threats. Oh dear. Okay, we can elaborate on that uh, probably tomorrow. Let's see how that uh, story transpires between now and then. Rolene, always a pleasure chatting to you. Thanks so much for your breakdown on what's going on in the Holy Land at the moment. Rolene Marks, Israel correspondent, telling us what's happening in Israel and the Middle East and in that part of the world.